Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 12 minutes before the hour, 2 o'clock here on Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Um, thank you so much for staying tuned. And remember, we are on the DSTV Auto Bouquet Channel 882. I beg your pardon. Uh, you can tweet us at Bonolongosi at uh, 6.57 a.m. Look us up on Facebook. And, of course, we're about to get into our health feature now. Uh, just to um, throw out those contact details again, uh, seeing as we are talking health, 082-657-2729. You can WhatsApp us there or text us on 37871 at the cost of $150 per SMS. If you want to give us a ring zero one two double three four one three double two and yeah i am pleased um to be uh, oh my goodness look at me i have lost uh, my place i'm i'm pleased to be chatting to teresa <laughs> teresa i'm afraid to pronounce your surname <laughs> purely because i was so sure of myself just now and then suddenly i thought oh <laughs> just now you're gonna butcher this surname. help me out here is it how it's it's hoch. Is it hoch? Like okay. Yeah, it's hoch. Yeah. Okay. Well, but every pron- um, pronunciation, it, it doesn't matter. My name is Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for giving us your time. I'm looking forward to to chatting um, osteoporosis. It's not, a, you know, it's not a um, a health. A condition that a lot of people know about or hear often about. So we're certainly looking forward to to learning a bit more. So let's start with what it is. What is osteoporosis? Okay, so osteoporosis, osteo is the Greek word for bone. Porosis actually just means porous bones. So osteoporosis is a disease that makes your bones porous and fragile so you can fracture easily. That's, uh, that's it in a nutshell. Okay. And, and what are the stages and the types of osteoporosis that one gets? Okay. So um, I think what you mean here is bones build up until you're about 25. After that, it deteriorates naturally. Oh. If you have risk factors, yes, the bone is a living tissue, but it still deteriorates after you, you reach peak bones, bone density. So... If you have osteoporosis, there's a, there's a period before the actual fact of having osteoporosis, and we call that osteopenia, mm-hmm. um, and that's a mouthful. So basically it means it's low bone density, and if that progresses without you doing anything about it, it can become osteoporosis. What are the stats like in our country? How bad is it? Okay, so we... We have a population of about 60 million people. Mm-hmm. Of that 60 million people, only about 8 or 9 million are over the age of 50. So we are a very young, young nation. Yeah. So in 20 years' time, those people are going to be old. So we don't have actual stats, but, but when we extrapolate the fact that one in three women and one in five men over the age of 50 will get osteoporosis at one or other stage. At this point in time, we're talking about 2 million people. Okay. And it's something that's not talked about. And, and people, I think in a country like South Africa, where HIV and TB and malnutrition is really getting so much attention, all mm-hmm. the other chronic diseases, that osteoporosis remains a Cinderella of diseases, but all those diseases can in the end cause osteoporosis. So roughly about 2 million people at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, in 40 years' time, that that statistic is going to increase by between 240 and 300%. Oh, 
So that's quite a scary stat. It is. Sure. So, so maybe we should get into risk factors then uh, for osteoporosis and see whether there's some ways that we can, I don't know. Um, yes, we can address them. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole myriad of risk factors. Mm-hmm. I think the more important ones are um, if you've chosen your parents badly. So <laughs> genetics play a big, <laughs> big part in getting, getting if, osteoporosis. <laughs> if, only, if only that were the case. If only children chose their parents, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is, so remember that. So, that is, um, so genetics play a big part. Um, so if you've had a grandma or a grandfather or a mother, dad, brother, sisters, your siblings, your parents, your grandparents on both sides, male and female, mm. having had a fracture or, you know, you know that the dowager hump where they become bunched over, that just means that they've had vertebral fractures. Mm-hmm. So um, that means that your, your family history is very important. The other thing is if you've already had a previous fracture after a minor incident, um, we call them fragility fractures. So if you've fractured while falling from a standing height or less than a standing height, and it doesn't matter which bone you break. Mm-hmm. If you've already broken a bone, you probably have osteoporosis. A, a lot of the chronic diseases like diabetes, type 1 and type 2, mm. rheumatoid arthritis, um, most of your malignancies, cancers, um, if you've had it in hyperactive um, thyroid, uh, that's bad for your bones. Um, other risk factors, drinking too much. We live in a country where people like their, their wine. Mm. So alcohol is a big risk factor if you have too much. Smoking, big risk factor. We sit in front of our, of our um, laptops and our TVs the whole day, so we, we become very sedentary um, and not out active anymore. So inactivity, big risk factor. Um, many of your diseases where you need to take cortisones for. Cortisone, and I'm not saying stop taking your cortisone, but if you have to take cortisone for asthma or rheumatoid arthritis, big risk factor. There are so, so many risk factors and I, 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 I shudder to think that we're just paying attention to all the other things and we're not taking care of the framework mm. of those internal organs um, as much as we should. It is called the silent disease because you don't have any symptoms yeah. until you fracture a bone. Sure. That's, that's the downside. We're in conversation with Teresa Ho, if you've just joined us. She is the CEO of the National Australia osteoporosis there we go i knew that was going to happen at some point <laughs> osteoporosis foundation of of south africa and uh, quite i was just reading your bio here quite quite accomplished as well um in general nursing midwifery as well as uh bn psychology but today we're talking osteoporosis which which uh, by all means if you have any questions or comments um, 37871 text line at the cost of 150 per SMS WhatsApp at 082 657 or you can call us on 012-334-1322 I heard you talk about I think you said around the age of 50 is that the common age uh, that one gets osteoporosis and do uh, <clears throat> okay uh, sorry I interrupted you there mm. um that is probably the, the most common age for women to get it because they go through a menopause. Ah, yes. And 
we need estrogen to protect our bones. So that is a common a common age where, where women go through their menopause, lose the bone protective effect of the estrogen, and then we develop osteoporosis. And men think they go, don't go through a menopause. <laughs> I think sometimes they're born in a menopause. But they also start losing their male hormone testosterone, which has the same effect on their bones. So... But you're never too young because we have children with osteoporosis due to various risk factors. There's many, many people in their in their mid in, in their mid twenties or thirties or forties that get get osteoporosis. Sure. But age that we get we tend to get older. We we supposedly living longer. So age is still a big risk factor for developing osteoporosis, although it's not a normal part of aging. Mm-hmm. It's not. I think the myth is still out there that it's a normal part of aging. It's not. It's a disease that causes your bones to become porous. And I think that's important to com- to communicate that there's nothing normal about about getting that and that people should not accept it as just that. Um, I'm curious about how it gets diagnosed, Teresa. What do you need to do? Okay, so if you've, because you can go onto our website and you can check out the risk factors that you might have, if Mm -hmm. you think that you are at risk for developing osteoporosis, you go to your doctor and he can send you for a bone density test. It's a test, it's a short test, it's painless, takes about 10 to 20 minutes Mm -hmm. at the longest. Um, And it measures the bone density of certain areas. There's the femur, there's the hip bone, and it measures the bone density of of the lumbar vertebra. And I've noticed that you asked me at one stage um, which bones get affected by osteoporosis. Those are the two main types of bones, but you can fracture your forearm, you can fracture your ankle. If it's something that occurred after minimal trauma, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter which bone. So it can affect your whole skeleton. All right, we have a caller on the line, Teresa, if you'll just uh, uh, stick by me here. Um, Paul from Johannesburg. How are you doing, Paul? Fine and you. Thank you so much for, for getting in touch. How can we assist? Yes, I've been recently diagnosed with osteoporosis. I'm only 45 years of age, which, first of all, I wasn't expecting, um, being very active in sport and so on. Mm-hmm. But I've got a question... I've also, they've also told me about that my bone density is that, that of an 80-year-old, so it's apparently not very good. Sure. But uh, I've got fractures right through my body, my hips, my back. Um, not, not fractures, but definitely osteoporosis and, and pain. So, but, but my main question is, is what is uh, the best medication, not necessarily a remedy, but something that can help with the pain? Um, because obviously I can't, I can't continue using the painkillers that I've been on for the last six months or so. Mm-hmm. So that's mainly my main question. And, uh, yeah, I've done quite some research on, on the bone density, but I, I've liked your opinion. All righty. Thank you so much. Will you listen <laughs> on the radio, Paul? Uh, I'll listen on the radio. Thanks. Excellent. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Okay, Paul, I, I, Paul I, I heard your questions, and I think your biggest problem is the pain. And that is something that is um, quite odd, but you have low bone density. I couldn't pick up whether you had any real fractures or whether you only have pseudo-fractures or hairline fractures 
in those areas, you're obviously very fit and active. The one thing that I can ask you to do is go and see an expert on osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. Please see someone who knows about osteoporosis because you obviously have osteoporosis secondary to another cause, and I think they need to rule that out okay. and have a, and they need to, to really do a, a, an examination of, of bloods and urines and, and hormones, and they need to really look after you. But the pain... The pain is, is I, I, I can't, there's not a panacea for pain and because I can't really determine why, what causes, what is causing your pain. But I would suggest that you see an expert on osteoporosis. And what you can do is you can call the Osteoporosis Foundation and ask them to refer you to someone in your area. Alrighty. Um, we, we, uh, Paul, we will share those contact details shortly as we round off uh, the conversation. Um, and if you still don't get it, please feel free to, to WhatsApp us and then, yeah, I, um, I'll be happy to, to type it to you individually so that you can get in touch with them. Um, I've, so we have another question here. Uh, Bonola, thank you for the interesting discussion. Pleasure. Does drinking normal black tea has an effect, um, on bone, bone density? <laughs> no, whether it's bad or good, uh, um, I don't think there's a positive effect and I don't think there's a, ba- uh, a negative effect. Although normal black tea does have a caffeine amount of caffeine in it, so if you drink too much, it's probably going to be bad for your bones because you're getting too much calcium, um, too much caffeine. Mm-hmm. But um, that's it's not it's not really a big risk factor for for osteoporosis. No, and it's not going to help your bones become thicker too. <laughs> All right. While we're on the subject of food, then let's let's deal with that because I I was already thinking, hmm, what about coffee? So, what foods are are bad for osteoporosis, or should I rather ask it differently? What foods should we be having to avoid getting osteoporosis? <laughs> okay, I'm going to I'm I'm going to do this in two ways. Okay. The good foods are calcium rich foods because you need calcium. To, to protect your bones and to preserve some 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 of the remaining bones. So, dairy rich foods, and I know there's a, a lot of things said bad things about dairy. Yes, in this country, dairy still remains the cheapest, best way to get your calcium, and you need about three portions of dairy a day. Obviously, there are people with lactose intolerance. There are many milks out there that are lactose free. If you if you drink, if you eat fermented um, dairy like like yogurt, it it'll bypass the lac the lactose intolerance um, part of your sensitivity. Yes. So dairy rich foods, um, very good. Then your green veggies like broccoli and um, spinach contains lots of calcium. But you also need to remember that you need to eat about two kilograms of broccoli if you need to get to your thousand milligrams of calcium that we recommend a day. So dairy rich foods and then you just need to follow a healthy lifestyle or a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. Enough protein, enough vitamins and other minerals um, like magnesium and potassium and vitamin K. Just a balanced diet is good for your bones. But try and get in three portions of dairy per day. I and mean, then obviously vitamin D is important, but vitamin D you make in your skin. There are very few um, food products that really contain vitamin D unless you eat lots of, of oily fish like mackerel and sardines. Mm-hmm. And uh, we recommend that you spend 
about between 10 and 20 minutes in the sun per day, not in the dangerous time, before mm-hmm. 11 after 3, um, with your arms exposed to make vitamin D, because the reason for that is you need vitamin D to absorb the calcium that you take in your diet. Oh, so, so that's why. That's why you need that. So, and I think vitamin D has become a global problem or vitamin D deficiency because we put on a sunblock when we go outside, and if you put on a sunblock of more than a factor eight, it blocks the synthesis of vitamin D in your skin. We have religions where people cover up so they don't get any sun exposure. Black skins need tend to be, um, um, you need to be stay in the sun for longer because the, the melanin blocks the, the synthesis of vitamin D in the skin. Really? Position. Yes, yes. This is yes, fascinating. Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Isn't that just fascinating? Because I think the perception is out there that black skins can make a lot of vitamin D yes. and be in the sun for longer. No, it's not. The melanin blo- blocks out that synthesis. So, very interesting thing. So, uh, many of us are vitamin D deficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you like something like cod liver oil, which is awful, you can have that. But there are very cheap vitamin D um, supplements in, in, in the pharmacies. And obviously, we get fortified vitamin or, or fortified foods, like some Food juices have vitamin D. Um, some of our lactose-free milks have added vitamin D. So check out the labels and see what's added to to the, the calcium and the vitamin D. Wow. Sure. Okay. We're in conversation with Teresa Ho, CEO of National Osteoporosis Foundation of South Africa. That's what we're talking about. Um, please feel free to participate uh, um, in the conversation. We had... Uh, um, Paul calling us earlier. The number to dial is zero one two double three four one three double two. Christine sent us a, a text as well, which you can do via WhatsApp on zero eight two six five seven two seven two nine or Telegram or alternatively three seven eight seven one at the cost of one rand fifty uh, per SMS. Teresa, which organs are affected by osteoporosis? None. No, no organs are affected by osteoporosis. But your glands, if you have overactive thyroid gland or an overactive parathyroid gland or overactive adrenal gland, those organs can affect your bones. So what happens if you start fracturing your vertebrae and you become hunched over, Mm -hmm. that might have an effect on your lungs and your stomach so you get reflux because... Everything is now has function in a much smaller space because you you you're suppressing those organs. But osteoporosis itself does not really affect the organs unless you have vertebral fractures and and really become hunched over. So, right. so that so that's that. Okay. And what happens if osteoporosis um, is left untreated? You will just start fracturing all your bones and. The one thing I, that, I, that I can also mention is if you've already had a fracture after a min, after minimal trauma, your risk for a next fracture increases by, it doubles. Your risk just doubles. So sure. um, what is sad is, and, and, and that's what we've been fighting for for so long, it's just the recognition of osteoporosis as a bad disease because 
The doctors mend a fractured hip. They don't do anything about the fact that that patient has osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. So they send the patient out of the hospital and that patient merrily fractures after six to eight months. Again, the other hip. So um, that is what happens when you leave osteoporosis untreated. You just don't stop fracturing. Because the good news is that we have every medication available in this country to treat osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. But 80% of vertebral fractures just go unnoticed and untreated. And up to 70% of other patients never receive any treatment for their osteoporosis when they've had a fracture. So that's that's scary news. So please, if you've already had a fragility or a low trauma fracture, I'll talk to your doctor about the possibility of sending you for a bone density or, or having treatment for osteoporosis. All righty. Uh, is it something that, I'm just curious, is it something that one can just go simply check in case? Or do you need a reference from a GP? If, if you're on a medical aid, mm. if you're on a medical aid, they will need a referral and they will need a list of your risk factors before they pay out for that. I so she said it's better to be referred by your doctor to go and have a bone density done. I also see that you've asked whether we can reverse osteoporosis yes. naturally. Yes. Not really. If you already have osteoporosis, um, it's going to take some work to protect the remaining bone. So you can obviously you need to go on because you need to go on exercising and you need to getting enough calcium and vitamin D and to stop smoking and to limit your alcohol intake to about two drinks per day. So you need to continue doing those things, but that's not enough to protect your bones from osteoporosis or from fracturing. So Mm -hmm. you need bone active medication and only a doctor can prescribe that. Hmm. All righty. For... When you're talking about exercise and all of that, sorry, it brought up another question in my mind, if you don't mind, uh, before we wrap Mm. things up and you share the contact details. Are there certain activities that you are not allowed to do when you have osteoporosis or or perhaps that you should limit? Okay, so if you you already have severe fracturing osteoporosis, Mm -hmm. you must not, you shouldn't jump from buildings and you shouldn't get up (laughs) in trees or fall down ladders because you'll break (laughs) You will break the bone. <laughs> so the, the other thing is... <laughs> there goes my, my stunt double job. <laughs> <laughs> so the best thing to do, what we the, the exercise that we recommend is low impact, and it's walking. You can walk briskly for three to four times a week for about 40 minutes or 20 minutes per day. So limit the, the high impact exercises. And don't do crunchies and sit-ups and, and, and quick movements. So we usually re- recommend Pilates or yoga, but especially Pilates because it strengthens the core. So it helps your internal muscles to protect the bones around there, that, they, that they surround. So muscle strengthening exercise and low-impact weight-bearing exercise. And I... When I talk about weight-bearing, it just means bearing your own weight. You don't have to carry 10 kilos yeah. if you want to, and if you can, yes. But if you already have osteoporosis, there are certain exercises you cannot do. So can I ride a bike? Can I swim? You can ride a bike. 
But remember that swimming and, and riding a bicycle is not weight-bearing. Mm-hmm. Good exercise. Any exercise is good because it, it, it's always good for the muscles to, be, to stay strong. But if you really want to have a physiological impact on your bone, you need a weight-bearing. And that means when your, your, your foot needs to have, make contact with a hard surface. Mm-hmm. Not jumping <laughs> or falling, <laughs> it's just walking. Okay. All right. You know what? It's it's unfortunate that we are out of time, but this has been a really good discussion. I have learned a lot. I'm definitely I'm going so to be... Ex- my, my melanin clearly has been getting in the way of my <laughs> vitamin D production. I'm going to spend an extra... I'm already running 40 minutes a day, but I'm going to... Ex- just like an extra 10 minutes, so that <laughs> there's more production. Uh, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, uh, Teresa, where can they where can they find you guys? Okay, so we we have a very interactive website with blogs and um, monthly themes and very interesting topics about osteoporosis. So you can go to www.osteoporosis and that's o s t e o p o r o s i s dot org dot za. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, and you can call our helpline 0861-02265. All right, 0861-02265. That's correct. All righty. Thank you so much. Sure, this has been so good. Uh, we've learned a lot. Even Vosia and I were like, really? Wow. <laughs> so thank you so much for giving us your time. We really, really do appreciate it. May the good Lord bless you and keep you. And um, yeah, until we, we chat again. Thank you, Bernardo. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this disease. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. That was uh, Teresa Ho, um, CEO of National Osteoporosis Foundation, South Africa, known as NOFSA. If you want to get in touch with them, uh, that website again, www.osteoporosis. I know it's a big word. O-S-T-O-P-O-R-O-S-I-S dot C-O dot Z-A. Alternatively, toll-free number 0861-02265. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I do apologize. I'm not going to have time for traffic. Definitely not. However, we are going to enjoy some music from Dr. Dumi with Udumo. And then, hey, that's my pasta. Hello. Ah, peace sign. My guy. There we go. Uh, Pastor Masagana is here. He'll be seated next to me in about seven minutes. And then, yeah, we will get straight into our discussion. We're continuing with revival from last week. Uh, Do stick around. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM.